Welcome to episode 45 of the Zay Coleman Podcast. Today we'll be previewing today's NBA Christmas games. So, before we get started, of course, Merry Christmas out there. You know, if you don't celebrate Christmas, Happy Kwanzaa, you know, Ramadan. Again, this is the channel slash podcast about inclusion. We are all for inclusion here. We accept all, you know, races, religion. Just want to say though, for my for my fellow fellow Americans, Merry Christmas. Also, of course, if it's Christmas, you know what that means, baby. NBA basketball is back. I know we didn't get nothing yesterday because everybody was anticipating today's games, but let me tell you now. Yes, the superstars are out. Yes, everybody has got COVID. Yes, everybody is, you know, not, basically teams aren't playing well. Nobody really is uh, separating themselves from the pack, except for one of the five games has two teams that have separated themselves from the pack. Also, I, I do want to talk about, yeah, I do have family in the background. So if you do hear people talking, that's just my family talking. Also, but yeah, we'll get back to the pot. Hawks Knicks. This game was so anticipated, and then COVID ruined it. I guess you can say that about literally every single game, except for maybe the Warriors Suns. The Warriors Suns, everybody's available except for basically Devin Booker. This game is so anticipated just because Trey Young going back to the Garden is like it's an occasion now. It's it's something we look for. We will look forward to every year until the year he retires, which will be probably twenty thirty eight or whatever based on his play style he is i don't know I, again and again trey young trey young is not is not expected to play that was a you know a tweet that i saw this morning he's not expected to play john collins and cam reddish are though cam reddish i think he had 36 in the last game like it was basically the john collins and cam reddish show a few guys did you know play like excellent defense but I think it was Reddish had 36 and Collins had 35 or vice versa. They Those two boys went ridiculous against, I believe it was, it was Philly. Cause, yep, because uh, Embiid missed the, the mini at the end. So, yeah, I do have the Knicks winning this game. I think this one, all of these except for the final game, the Mavs Jazz, which nobody's going to be watching anyway, so it really won't matter. I'm like I feel like that's the only game. These are all every other game is going to be a really close game, and it's going to go down to the wire. Maybe even the last shot. This is going to be one of those games. Kemba is going to have his Kemba type game. Kemba has been on fire recently. Almost had a forty-four point triple double. I think it was two, three days ago. Just casually, almost had a forty point, forty-four point triple double after being benched for three weeks. But yeah. I said the Knicks win this game. Again, it's going to be a close one. Cam Reddish and John Collins are going to kill it for Atlanta. It'll really be Kemba and maybe Evan Fournier for the Knicks. Like I said, that's a touchy subject there. Next game, Boston and Milwaukee. Again, anticipated. COVID ruined it. Two of my favorite duos, at least in the Eastern Conference, Giannis and Chris. JB and JT. 
I do have the Celtics winning this game. Again, I know the Bucks play decently well without Giannis. Of course, Chris Middleton get, uh, puts up his numbers. Drew plays defense. Again, you know, he's been off on the offensive end this year, but he's still a really good defender. Of course, the role players, Connaughton, Allen, Hood, Ojale nowadays, you know, I guess, like I said, that team does run well. To get Boogie Cousins has really stepped up since he uh, has gotten a decent amount of playing time. I have loved the fact that Boogie Cousins is getting, because Boogie Cousins was one of my favorite players before he got hurt. And man, it is so well, it's so great to see this man. If he had what, 22 9 and 4 and a win, who expected two years ago after Boogie tore his ACL that he would or tore his ACL and then tore his Achilles with the Lakers? Who, who, no. Or no, it was vice versa, my butt. Achilles and then ACL with the Lakers. That he would be putting up 22-9-4 in a, in a win on the current contender right now. I didn't think so, I'm going to be honest with you. But I'm glad. I am so glad that Boogie Cousins is back in the league. Speaking of guys back in the league, of course, we mentioned with Atlanta. Uh, Lance Stevenson is on the Hawks now. Or he's been on the Hawks for a few days. Actually played a couple games with them. But did forget to mention all the G League call-ups. Happy that those are uh, happening because at the end of the day, you love to see the boys uh, in the G League getting a shot in the NBA. Speaking of, we mentioned Warrior Suns. Obviously, we I do have uh, Phoenix or sorry, the, win, the Warriors winning again, another close one. A game that may or may not be close. And we talked about G League call ups the Lakers and the Nets. The Lakers just got the break speed off of them by the Spurs. Kata Bates Diop did not miss, literally. Did not miss. Lakers are horrible right now. The defense is god-awful. And it's only worse because Anthony Davis is not there. And their only form of rim protection is a 33-year-old DeAndre Jordan. I don't want to get into the stuff that I said in the offseason about this team. Because, of course, you know, I was never a big fan of this team. I think maybe... And that might just be an overreaction. They might kick it into high gear when AD comes back. But that's in late January, maybe even early February. It's four to six weeks. On top of that, the Nets have been winning basically with KD and their G League. Now it's Harden in their G League because KD is in protocol and Harden is currently, you know, he's set, he's set to return tonight. I still have Brooklyn winning this game. Harden, I think, just is going to go full James Harden. Not maybe draw 27 fouls a game, but he's going to be the number one guy. He's going to show what he was in Houston. He's this. Is, I feel like we're going to get Houston James Harden out of this. I'm talking MVP James Harden, not, you know, freshly, you know, babyface James Harden coming out the league. We're going to get MVP Harden. While he while KD is out, I should say that while KD is out, maybe when KD comes back, he's turns into you know regular James Harden. We're you know, getting maybe twenty eight nine, which is still a really good stat line, obviously. But you know, I say when he has the ball in his hands predominantly is where James Harden does well, and I do think that's going to beat the Lakers because let's be honest, nobody on the Lakers is guarding James Harden right now. Avery Bradley, I believe, is out. And Kent Bazemore, they're only two really good defenders are out. And, of course, Trevor Ariza, but he hasn't played a game this year. Who know, who who gets the hardest matchup if you're, if you're L.A.? Is it Russ? Does Russ, you know, have to try on defense? 
Well, you can't because he and LeBron are the only two people capable of making a shot on the other, on the other end. I don't know who you might wait Wayne Ellington, but Wayne Ellington isn't a defender. He's gonna get cooked the whole night. Patty Mills has shown that he's still got a lot left in the tank despite leaving San Antonio. I don't I, this San Antonio this I say this Brooklyn team, oddly enough, is great without KD and without Kyrie. And again, that's two of the best scorers of a generation that's not on your team, and you're still a really good basketball team. That's crazy to me. And again, it was just two weeks ago that we were questioning, is Brooklyn, does Brooklyn really have it? After they benched Blake Griffin and James Johnson is like the one, the, somehow one of the oldest players in the league without being one of the oldest players in the league. LaMarcus Aldridge didn't really have a whole lot on, it, on, one, on half one side of basketball. Even though he's still can get, he can still give you a mid a midi jump, a mid range jump shot. That's about it. Paul Millsap had also been taken out of the rotation. Like this team, oddly enough, is still really good. David Duke has shown that. Yes, I might have just been sitting on a two way contract, but I'm still a really good basketball player. Kessler Edwards, he's like a six seven two guard wing. Giving you, he gave you what sixteen rebounds a few games ago. This team rules, bro. Again, and can't shoot. Cam Thomas was giving you some buckets too. Like Cam Thomas, we knew Cam Thomas would come into the league. But that's you know this. I think this Nets team is just as good as, if not better, than a healthy Lakers team. I said it. This Nets team again without KD, without Kyrie, I can still see being better than the, as at least a more cohesive unit than the Lakers. So the final game, again, I see this being the one game that's probably not going to be close, honestly. Dallas, Utah. Utah has their guys clicking on all cylinders right now. Dallas does not have their best player, and their second best player is Kristaps Porzingis. This game ain't going to be close. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to watch the game because, you know, we love basketball around here. But... I'm not going to, we're not going, this This is the game where we absolutely cannot, and I'll repeat one more time, we cannot expect this to be a close game. Unless Tim Hardaway Jr. goes for 40, this game ain't going to be close. Donovan Mitchell is going for his 30, Conley is going for his 20, Rudy Gobert is going to be the best big man, he's going to look like the best big man in basketball, even, we know he's not, but he's going to look like it, because Dallas does not have rim protection whatsoever. Shout out to Kristaps Porzingis. But the game I do want to get into, of course, we kind of did skim over it because obviously we know this is going to be the best game of the day by far. Warriors, Suns, Curry, Paul, uh, Wiggins, uh, Bridges, Draymond, Crowder, center, or Kevon Looney. Uh, I was trying to think, who was the center of the Warriors? Obviously, it's Kevon Looney. Or I guess Gary Payton is second, maybe. Who knows? And then DeAndre Ayton. This game is going to rule, bro. This game will rule. Chris Paul and DeAndre Ayton in the pick and roll is going to be excellent like it always is. Steph Curry coming off the screen, shooting threes, will be the best thing ever. Draymond putting up a, uh, a double-double with no point. Seven steals, probably. It's going, to be, it's going to be amazing. This game is going to rule. This will by far be the best game of the day, and I'm so glad they did not put this as the 10-30 game. Because if this is the 10-30 game, there's no way I'm watching whatever. I guess Utah, my uh, Dallas would probably be the five o'clock game. There's no way I'm watching that game because I'm too excited to watch the Warriors and the Suns. This is going to rule. So if you you know if you missed the previous 44 episodes of the podcast, 
please drop a like. You know, you can you can leave uh ratings now on uh on Anchor now. Leave a rating on the podcast. If you like the podcast, give it a five. If you hate it, please still give it a five because you know at the end of the day your boy needs to make money. So until next time, I love you. You love me. Let's love each other. Merry Christmas. Goodbye.